Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down, or maybe a lot of money down, on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Today on the Zabecast, from death's door to an MVP and a Masters Championship, surely Freddie Freeman and Dustin Johnson are going to be co-SI Sportsman of the Year, right? Glenn G-Unit Eunice joins me today. We'll talk James Harden, Big Cash, who you'd want to enlist as president, and a come on man for come on man. Your high test, not street legal. 30-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. Wednesday, November 18, 2020. Thank you for downloading. Yesterday's podcast was not a glitch. I went right into Andy Poland, right out of the open. And I did that just because I thought, well, let's be efficient. Let's get right to it. Let's give you 30 minutes of Andy. A number of you surprisingly said, Papa, what happened to my opening Zabe monologue? What happened to the first 10 minutes? I wanted to hear you. For 10 minutes, my voice sounds great, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Let me take a moment to drink some water here and clear my throat. Mm -hmm. You're getting all this on the air. You know why? Because if I'm suffering, you're going to suffer. Yes, I'm on my GERD medication. It seems to be working for the most part, but I still have issues, obviously. And I actually have had uh, people reach out to me and say, bro, sleep apnea. And I'm like, bro, you're right. It's time. So I'm going to get on uh, the sleep apnea. I'm going to go ahead and get uh, signed up for a sleep study, get hooked up to one of those awful machines. I tried it 15 years ago and I did not last more than one night or two. And I said, fuck it. I don't want to live like this. Of course, I'm at the point now where I don't want to die. So I might as well go ahead and do that. So uh, one of the guys on the golf trip, Jeff Brandt, AKA fat man fade, Great guy, good golfer, smokes cigars like they're going out of style, uh, swears that you know, the new generation of CPAP machines are a lot smaller, they're a lot better. Another person said that their GERD went away literally like two days after they got on a CPAP machine and they were able to sleep a whole lot better. 
I think there's no question that I work too much, my schedule's too crazy, uh, and that I'm doing too many hours on the air, and that I do have GERD, and I've got a lot of other things going on. So I power through because, you know, God forbid I take a week off, right? So here we are. Okay, that having been said, another week of more COVID voodoo dancing by the NFL. And I call it voodoo dancing because the Red Wolves facility was shut down for the week because of one positive test by Matt Ioannidis, our defensive tackle, who is currently on injured reserve, not even around the team, didn't even travel to Detroit with the team. So from what I can glean from how the NFL is playing this now is that if there's a positive test with a team early in the week, like a Monday, they shut the whole thing down for a week. They shut it down. Shut it down. Let's shut it down. Better to be safe than sorry, right? They tell the team you can't practice. So the Red Wolves, or the Red Wolfed, as it were, are only going to uh, do a walkthrough this week. I don't know if that's going to matter, frankly. I'm not sure there's any correlation between how much a team practices and whether or not they are able to win games. I'm starting to believe that not only do we not need the off-season programs in May and June, we don't need preseason in August, and we may not need practice to have credible, logical, decent NFL games come fall. So the policy seems to be, even though it's not a policy, it's just the way they're playing it is, early week, if there's a positive, shut it down. If it's late in the week, then you'll separate the person, give some mumbo-jumbo about you know, enhanced protocols. They'll kind of wring their hands and they'll put a show of it. But then by the time Sunday comes, guess what? All games happen. The last change, I think, and I did a quick lookup of this, was week six when they moved the Bills and Chiefs from Thursday to Monday. Since then, they have not really moved any games. They have not canceled any games, and they're just going to press on. And I'm all about that, by the way. I think that's great. That should be the policy. Um, But yeah, no star quarterback has yet missed a game due to COVID or COVID tracing, to my knowledge. Um, basically if you get a star quarterback, Baker Mayfield, uh, or big Ben, you put him on a list, you don't let him practice. And then lo and behold, come game time. Wow. He's playing. It's a miracle, right? Uh, so far, no Sunday game has been canceled at the last minute. Adam Schefter, it seems like every Sunday morning tweets out in his chipper little tone. No positive tests this morning. It's all systems go for week number Insert what week number it is. I mean, how dumb do they think we are? Really? Wow, it's a miracle. No positive test today on the day of the game, right? And no more games have been canceled. Remember how quick they were to cancel and move stuff around two months ago? Two months ago, a month and a half ago? Now, you know, the virus is obviously ramping up, and suddenly they're not doing that now. Huh. Interesting. But again... I'm all for it. Meanwhile, somebody pointed out to me, hey, does Freddie Freeman and Dustin Johnson, are they going to be the co-SI Sportsman of the Year to come back from near death to win you know, very high awards? Freddie Freeman winning the NL MVP for the Braves and Dustin Johnson winning the Masters. And I was like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, because of they both had COVID. Now, Freeman had a pretty bad go of it. He was down for several days. He talked in an interview about how he was saying, please, God, don't take me. 
Oh, Jesus. Okay. He survived. And guess what? He went on to win the MVP in a shortened season. Hey, how about that? Dustin Johnson had COVID. We think. Who knows? Was he symptomatic? Uh, was he sick at all? Did he have the sniffles? Nobody knows. Um, and so he goes on to win the Masters. Have you noticed that nobody's really getting sick of the athletes that are right now coming down with it? You haven't heard any cases. I mean, you know if there was a case of a single college player who really had a bad go of it, who was admitted to the hospital or the ICU, it would be all that they talk about. And the corona Karens and the Corona bros out there be like, shut it down, shut it down. Look at what we're, we're rolling the dice with this. And who is the most famous person to die of the virus? Herman Cain, who is a cancer survivor who is 72 years old. Uh, there was the singer for Fountains of Wayne who was only in his 50s. That was a tough deal. That was very early on in the pandemic. Boris Johnson had a rough go of it. Boris Johnson, who's back in quarantine because he came in contact with somebody who had COVID and they're not sure if he's got antibodies. Get the fuck out of here. Trump was down for a couple of days. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson allegedly had it bad. I don't know about Idris Elba. Yeah, I know. Make your Idris Elba jokes. That's a running joke on my afternoon show in DC. And for those of you going, is that all that matters is death? What about the unknown consequences? What about the COVID long haulers? I'll answer that question. Yeah. Basically, all that does matter is death. Because lots of things make us sick. And lots of things can take us down for a few days. And lots of things can send us to the clinic or the hospital or the ER or even the ICU. And we don't shut down society or revoke basic civil liberties for it. Yeah, all that matters really is, excuse me, all that matters really is um, basic, all that matters is death and hospitalization. (sighs) So here we are. Um, The sheep will carry us away to where the sheep will go. (laughs) So many sheep, so many people, so eager to give up your freedoms for you, for what they think is the greater good. Such a bad omen going forward. Bad omen for socialized medicine, for gun control, all kinds of things. And of course, the elected officials, they never follow their own edicts. Uh, Gavin Newsom just apologized because he went to a birthday party in which, oh, there's more than the recommended number of people to gather inside. And he said, hey, we're all human. We all make mistakes. What a fuck nut that guy is. And yet, he'll win election again. You get the government you deserve. And California is unfortunately getting it good and hard. And they don't care. Sheep. Pritzker in Illinois. Apparently uh, didn't want to answer whether he would be in Illinois for the holidays. Either Thanksgiving or Christmas. Of course, he's got properties all over. He's a billionaire. His family has apparently already hot-footed it to where? Florida. Where? There are the least restrictions going on right now. Thanks to the excellent governance of one Ron DeSantis. Wow. And then there was this Maui convention that apparently a bunch of uh, elected officials in California and other states were still going on. They were still traveling to Maui, even though there's California recommendations against traveling. I don't know if it's restrictions, but it's like recommendations. And they're still going to their resort in Maui to do this conference on, wait for it, how to safely reopen society 
under COVID-19. Oh, no, they couldn't do that by Zoom call. No, no, no. Oh, we got reservations in Hawaii? Yeah, we're still going. Fuck these people. Seriously. How come I'm the only one getting searingly mad about it? How come more people aren't speaking out? Oh, that's right. Because you're risking your job. I'm risking my paying gigs on other platforms just by saying this right now on my own fucking platform. It's crazy. Speaking of that, we're going to Mexico. Oh, yeah, we are going to Mexico. Sunburn Bowl 2 is on. It's going to be spectacular. And for those of you who are not listeners in the Milwaukee area, you can still join me and all my Wisconsin friends in Mexico the week after the Super Bowl. Mexico is open. They're not going to make you wear a mask at the beach or at the pool. Uh, They have cleaning protocols and everything else like that. Mexico needs our gringo dollars badly. That's why... Our trip this year is so good price-wise for the caliber of resort we're at. We're at this really sweet place called the Valentin Imperial Resort in Riviera Maya. It's only $17.69 a person for nonstop charter from Milwaukee. uh, Hotel, room, food, drinks, the whole schmear. Uh, February 14th through the 21st. So get that babysitter, lock it in, and don't miss it. Sunburn Bowl 2. Go to thegamemke.com for more details. And like I said, let's say you're a listener from somewhere else in the country and you want to go. They'll work it out. Uh, Travel leaders, uh, Brian Hurley, uh, will work it out. Uh, Very very good, very nimble in terms of uh, figuring out solutions. So it may cost a little bit more, but I can't promise you that. We'll find a way to get it done. Somebody emailed me saying, God, I'd love to go. I know that resort. It's a really good place. But my company, my company is uh, really leaning on my wife to not travel anywhere, even out of state, much less out of country. And I'm thinking, tell them to fuck off. Or better yet, don't provoke a confrontation. Just say, I'll be gone on these dates. And you don't need to know where I'm at. If ever there was a time to say, okay, well, fire me. It's now. But I know. Who wants to do that? Who wants to roll the dice with getting fired at this time? But what's happening is tyranny by proxy. The government twists the arms of the private sector, who then twists the arms of their employees who can't afford to lose their paycheck and their income and their health insurance. And then neighbors serve as the enforcement army to tattle on people and social media comes in and the legacy media comes in and they layer on the brainwashing like you could kill grandma. It's just unbelievable what's going on right now. So here I am speaking out about it on my platform. If you disagree with me, that's great. God bless you. Speaking of killing grandma, apparently my own family has canceled Thanksgiving, both sides of the family. <clears throat> they haven't really said we're canceling it. They've just kind of hush-hush said, well, we're going to kind of do our own thing. You know, that's kind of what they recommend. And look, I'm fine. What do I care? If my mom and dad and my mother-in-law and father-in-law don't feel comfortable going anywhere or gathering, the last thing I'm going to do is to twist their arm to do it. I can't make them want to live life in the way that they don't feel comfortable. So, Uh, That's not going to be me. Last thing I'm going to do is lobby for it, you know? And and then, of course, God forbid you lobby for it. And then, you know, one of your parents gets sick. 
whether they make it or not after getting sick, it doesn't matter. It's like you're the guy that caused it, even though they could have got it from somewhere else. So, I don't know. Swanson's turkey dinner, day on the couch for me, that's fine. I'm not going to lose any sleep over that. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down, or maybe a lot of money down, on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. All right, let's talk to our man Glenn G Unit Unis. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, say hello to Glenn Eunice. Turn up the music. We have a douchebag alert, everybody. Douchebag alert. Glenn just texted. Just got (laughs) off the Peloton. Oh, ready in two minutes. (laughs) I'm actually jealous. I've thought about it. I've thought about the Peloton. Day How do you one. like it? How long have you had it? Day one. It got delivered today at 3.30. Oh, very good. So you're one for one. You got it um, today. Yeah. You're one for one. That's what- So my best friend has it. A buddy at work has it. And my neighbor has one, among many others that I don't care about. But my neighbor's like, all right, he's about to have his first kid, so he has no idea what's going on. Uh and uh, he's like, okay, we got to do it four days a week. If you miss a day, it's 50 bucks to your favorite charity. I was like, oh. bro, you're about to have a kid, and I'm fat. So <laughs> let's do three days a week, and if we miss, it's 100 bucks to your favorite charity. Let's fucking go. So here we are, day one, Good. and I didn't die. How'd my it go? butthole is numb. Okay. So the, my <laughs> penis tip, it's ridiculous. That's it's okay. Steeper, so all bad. right, all right. That's more than we need to know right there. Is that too much? A uh, well, little bit TMI right there. So uh, in other words, <laughs> so this is a, this is like a $2,400 bike, and then you pay 70 a month or something like that for the uh, subscription for classes? I don't think it's quite that much. Okay. I think it's like uh, 2000 bucks, and I think the subscription's free for the first, I don't know. But yeah, it's a couple grand. Do you remember a year ago the Peloton uh, commercial campaign yep. with the woman yep. who was just like already 
hot <laughs> and skinny and had these empty eyes like, my husband doesn't love me and I'm going to make him love me by getting a Peloton and getting right. even more emaciated. <laughs> well, the so the backstory here at the old Eunice household is my wife's a runner and she played lacrosse in college and she's Ooh. still in shape. Ooh. And yeah, sure. If I don't get to use any of it, it's fine, but whatever. Uh, I haven't test driven that vehicle and uh, oh, okay. a year and a half year old. So forget too it. much information, uh, but go on. <laughs> is it really still TMI? Okay, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm going to send you a check for my therapy. Cause really I'm just getting okay. it all out. It, yeah, fine. So, that's fine. So she didn't want a bike. She wanted a treadmill, which ah. is fine. But the Peloton treadmill is like five plus grand. And I was like, look, I'm not buying the Peloton treadmill. That's just too much. Cause I won't use it. I can't run. I have three broken knees, dislocated ankle, uh, surgically repaired. Like I'm done. You know, how'd you so get I all those run. injuries? Soccer growing up. And then, uh, basketball in a men's league in outside of DC in like 2006, I, oh. I really messed my ankle up. Oh. Um, so, I mean, the, I'm the high school has been, but anyway, so she got like the top of line Nordic track, which is only like two grand and she uses it and loves it. It's very similar to the Peloton. And I finally caved and got the Peloton bike again just today. So we have a treadmill and a Peloton Good. and now I got to be the fat one. Yeah, that's all you need. Now you just need to keep yeah. up with your workouts and you'll be good to go. All right. Glad yeah. to hear it. So I sent yeah. Glenn a list of topics as per his request. And what Glenn, is this, a leftover bucket that you sent me? <laughs> Glenn, Glenn immediately is, is like, these topics suck. <laughs> Part of it is you want to talk masters. You want to talk masters. It's already Wednesday on the Wednesday, podcast I here know. and I've already dealt with it in depth. So, but I want you, I want to give you a crack at the masters. So why don't you lead with the masters? Give me your take. No, I know it's old news. I'm sorry. I, you know, it wasn't the same. I wanted it to be the same. I didn't have preconceived notions that it wouldn't be the same. I was jazzed up for it. Um, and it, I don't want to say it fell flat, but I'm not the DJ 30 under par BMW bullshit. That's not my scene. I don't like that. That's not what I like. Uh, you know, 20 under, look, the guy's a fucking stud. Seeing Paulina and Camel Toe on the 18th, that's great, too. No problem. <laughs> she was um, not doing, she was not sporting the toe. No, was she, she wasn't. I, I think I she know, was, maybe my... why, sir, we would we would <laughs> have informed Ms. Johnson that, that her outfit was a bit too snug and suggested a more appropriate outfit for her, like a nun's habit, which we do have hanging here in the clubhouse. Which we, which we have our, some reserves in case. Yeah. For wives and girlfriends, we, we have the appropriate attire. Yeah, for the wags. I don't think they're married yet. No, and, that's um, the craziest thing. They're still. Have you seen their kids' names, though? No. One is Gretzky Johnson, and the other one's is Jones Johnson. Yes, I did actually read that. Yeah. How about that? So, eh, cool. Um, <laughs> apparently, Wayne is, like, helping out a little bit, which is good, but not taking credit for it, which is even better. Um, but there's a funny rumor going around in the golf world years ago that Gretzky said something to a friend of the effect of, like, and I'll, I'll paraphrase because I don't know exactly what it was, but you can read between the lines, something to the effect of, I don't think I've ever met anybody quite like Paulina until I met DJ. <laughs> like, they're perfect for each other. Basically, I didn't think there'd be anyone dumber right. than her until I met him. Right. Well, the lid fits <laughs> the pot, and that's the yeah, beauty no doubt. of love. Right. And I, I'm I'm rooting for those two kids to make it all the way. May, hell, may, mm -hmm. they may even get married someday. Who knows? You know? Yeah, right. But, you know, I don't mind him winning. I'm glad he won. Incredible specimen. I mean, just an absolute specimen. 
and for him to be able to lock in mentally from a from a sportsman's yeah. side of things, yeah. all kidding aside, that's the next level for him to unlock. Because you can only sleepwalk through your talent for so long and get so far. If you really want to turn it up a notch, did. like the really he, great ones did, yeah. and maybe this is the start for the next four or five years because you know we it the talent may be better now than it has ever been at aggregate but there's not one dominating world beater and we do like sort of those world beaters and we need that that beacon to then have everyone chasing and i don't know if it's dj uh but it's not anybody else right now so we'll see he anyway, uh that's he, my master no that's good he hit his natural ability peak while doing cocaine at yep. about 2013, when he stepped away from the tour allegedly. for a while, it's at, yes, allegedly for the record. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. there's no we shame in it. it there's no shame no, no. in it, and it's not even like that much of a hidden thing. But it's here's not. the thing: his natural ability was good enough that he could be a top ten player in the world, win a tour event or more every year, bank yep. five million dollars, and then choke and fold like a cheap tent on Sundays in the majors without trying harder. He then stepped away from the game and said, fuck it, I'm going next level. And now we're seeing the results of that. And I applaud it. And you got to give him credit for it and add in there banging (laughs) players wives. Well, I'm just sad that the, uh, I'm just sad that the apparent uh, bromance and the uh, wife swaparoo or the girlfriend swaparoo with Brooks Kepka is allegedly over because that that was a rumor whether true or not. I just wanted it to be true, and I'm I sad mean, it may be over. Interesting, I've got some interesting fifty year old uh, story. Uh, we uh, off air. We've got some. Um, we I've are off air right now. Stories for you. Go ahead, tell me. No, Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. No one's listening. <laughs> I know. No one's listening. about a certain famous number two golfer whose caddy left him at last year to go into broadcasting and the reason why. Uh, oh, 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 now see now the podcast listeners are going to be super yeah. pissed. Going, you, you're the worst. You got the story and I didn't son of a bitch. All right. Uh, Maybe I, if you pay five bucks, we'll put it on Friday show. So Elon Musk became like the third richest person in the world. Tesla stock keeps on surging. You're a man of, of yeah. business acumen uh, of sorts. Yeah. Um, would you want him to be like president? Some people have said Musk for president. Of the United States? Yeah. No. Because why not? He's too weird, too, <laughs> too eccentric. Yeah, you know, too, sometimes too the smartest people don't necessarily make the best president. That's right. So is there or one person? the best you... businessman or the most brash person. Right. You know, it's not it's not a king or a queen, but there is a figurehead position level in there. And the, the you have to have some decorum and gravitas and some sort of PR frontman, you know, sense to you too. Uh, Elon Musk is way too weird. Uh, but I love what he does. I love who he is as a business person. I love his eccentricity. Apparently he came out with a tequila. Uh, a couple years ago he said, I'm going to make a tequila as like an aside. And now he has a tequila and it's sold out. Uh, I, this is like news that I saw. Today. Why don't, why don't we make a tequila? We should. Did you see what fucking, uh, George Clooney and, and who's the singer, Sammy Hagar separately. They, everyone, they made, everyone's got what? their boutique liquors now. Tequilas, like a billion vodkas, right, bourbons, because they know it's all just shit that gets you drunk, and if you put your celebrity to it, it'll be worth a lot of money. It's the same thing with uh, 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 Conor McGregor and his his whiskey. The whiskey is shit, according to my whiskey expert, Fred Minnick, because he sources it from places that give them the low end of their stock, and it doesn't matter. It still sells. No, it's all branded. What don't you in charge? 
and some of those guys do a bourbon whiskey tasting thing every now and again. Uh, Charge does whiskey weekend where they go away. Oh. Him, and, him and like oh. eleven buddies in the middle of winter just to oh. blind taste test whiskey. Well, that sounds weird. Yeah. That sounds weird. <laughs> well, it's not as fun as going away with hookers, but when you're married, that's a hard thing to pull. <laughs> Indeed, it is. <laughs> does does it yeah, sound I mean, does it sound lame? Congratulations, you're married and middle aged. Of course, it's going to be lame. Welcome to our life. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. This is the life we've chosen. Uh, no, but Elon, Elon as president, you know, I don't think that he can play the. The problem with with eccentric winners, they think outside the box, which is a massive strong suit. But unfortunately, in our society, we have to have people that can both jump in and out and switch brains. Right. And I'm not sure he's capable of seeing outside of the clouds, well, which you want him sort of floating and dreaming. Well, the, but he can't the, float and dream yeah, all day long in that right. job. The other thing is that, you know, politicians are dumb and they are grifters yeah. and there is a yeah. whole den of them in Washington on both sides of the aisle. And yeah. so anybody who is too smart for them or too eccentric, they're going to collaborate. No one wants that fucking job. I know. They're going to collaborate to attack him and bring him down. And the other truth That's of right. the matter is the public, for the most part, wants to be lied to to a certain degree. They want to be Ignorance told is bliss. They want to be told gentle lies uh, along yeah. the way. And so the smarter people, the more honest, ethical people have a harder time delivering those gentle lies or even outright lies yeah. to go ahead and, and navigate the the circus that is Washington. So he you probably would want, be bad. You don't want to know. One doesn't want to know what it actually takes to operate at that level. There's too many skeletons, too many bombs and guns and, and drugs. <laughs> and if I look, I'm going to, you can, you can stop me if you want. And I'm not right or left. I'm in the middle. I'm a, you know, my family's a 130 year native Washingtonians and some of it's hard, right. And some of it's, it's far left. I don't give a shit. But if you think that somebody ate a bat in a wet market and the entire world got sick, you're kidding yourself. You are fucking kidding yourself. Yeah. Sorry. I don't think so either. But we'll leave that. One first. dude ate a bat and everyone got it? Come no. on, cut it out. No. That, that, it's spread across the world? Stop. It, here's what's frustrating. Have we gotten to the bottom of it, where it came from? Nope. No. Have we put crushing uh, restrictions, trade restrictions on China for what they've unleashed on the world? No. Is there anyone in China sick? No, they're not even locked down. Right. In in that weird. They're not well, they're not even locked down. I mean, there might be some people think- sick, but people get sick all the time yeah. for a lot of different things. No, yeah. they're fucking they're I'm partying. Like- they're partying in yeah. Wuhan and they are laughing their asses off at us. The Chinese party, the Communist Party is like, ha, ha, I can't believe these fuckers. Yeah. All not just in America. All no, the, the world, Western yeah. world, all the yeah, Western yeah. world and, and other parts of the world. But anyway, let's uh, get back on yeah. track. No, back. Well, you asked me about president. And and so that's that's where it led to is you don't want to know what it takes to operate at that level. I certainly don't. Just tell me how much I owe and leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> but maybe that's more libertarian of me than than right or left. Um, uh, let's, let's talk some NBA. Cuban? What's that? OK. And, and no, no, I was going to say, well, the segue is is, you know, a lot of people in the sports world are, and, and in the business world say, oh, you know, Cuban should run. He really wants to run, but his wife won't let him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. I'll I, tell you this right now. Mark Cuban is a fucking idiot. Now, he's been successful, obviously, in business, but he lost me when he said back in the spring, why don't we just, we got all this unemployment, why doesn't the government pay for 100,000 contact tracers and pay them this much money? And I'm like, that's not how economies work you dumb fuck 
Nobody says, oh, I want to grow up and be a contact tracer for a fucking <laughs> pandemic. How long is that job going to last? What What's the future of the industry? And it's just so dumb. And he actually tweeted that out like that was his great solution to solve unemployment and also stop the virus. And that's when I go, okay, he's dumb. Well, the other the other thing is, Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to dive into this, but I do want to dive into it. You know, 70% of our economy is, is driven by consumer spending. So yeah. when we're not out and about spending, spending we're hurting, we're, we're man alive, we're hurting. So that's just all you need to know. There, there's, there's economics 101, 70% right. of us economy is based on consumer spending. And, and that's so. bad. And that, and, and that can't be turned back on again until people feel safe. And so even That's if it's right. guys like you and me who aren't as concerned about this thing as others, the bottom line is until the sheep are ready to come out and graze again, things will be back to normal. But if I'm yeah. going to be optimistic about this, I believe in what I call the kinked garden hose theory of yeah. economics. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got the garden hose kinked up real tight right now, and there's a little trickle Pent coming out. Demand. Yeah. When that thing gets unkinked it's like 15 year old Zayden on his first date holy <laughs> shit <laughs> so in the long run in the long run i'm i'm still bullish on everything it's just taking too fucking long for my liking okay let's move on And the good news is the good news is is therapeutics are getting better we hope and we know a little bit oh, more of so. course these magic vaccines that came out right after the election that was interesting timing wasn't it not one but two <laughs> one that was 90 percent effective another one that was 95 percent effective and yeah, right. we're start rolling them out by the end of the year wow I'll, who could have guessed not be it? first and I'll, I'll get a vaccine but i'm not going to be the first 10 million or line i promise you that i don't know um, i don't I'll know let, if i'll, I'll ever let, i don't know if i'll ever i'll let the others yeah i'll let, that I'll, out and see if I'll let third the, arm <laughs> the unwashed masses you guys can take it and let me know how it goes i'll be sitting here in the house but uh all right can I, we groom can we groom some younger smarter politicians please two 75 year old white dudes thanks but no thanks no because this is the game the game attracts the stupid and the banal and the ugly and the and the miscreants and the grifters it's like who'd you vote for ah, some 70 something year old white dude oh yeah me too yeah right <laughs> right <laughs> right no kidding <laughs> and i was gonna vote for the other 78 year old white dude yeah, correct who has been a political what? loser his whole life from the state of vermont hey hey i resent that i'm uh, not a loser paying, i've made a good career exactly who's paying for all that cut it out no all one right. Nobody, right or left, believes in socialism. Go ask Venezuela and Cuba. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, people do believe in socialism. No, they don't. Not real people. Not people that pay bills and and pay people. No, they do. Because here's the thing. A lot of people believe in good ideas that sound nice and are magical sounding. They never work in reality because because like Margaret Thatcher once said, eventually you run out of other people's money. But it doesn't stop those who yearn for a socialist utopia to keep trying because every time it fails, they just say, well, we made a few mistakes. We'll implement it better this time. Registered independent. That's who I am. I'm just telling you that socialism doesn't work because they're paying us with our own money. It doesn't work. I know. It's you, our money. It doesn't make sense. I know. You and I know that. I mean, how about the, uh, how about the word that Biden might wipe out fifty grand in student debt with an executive order, first act in Congress, first act in I office? I think so. I think I think can you imagine? Can you imagine how many pissed off people there will be? In fact, I would advise him if I was his political advisor. I'd say, look, you're going to piss off a ton of suburban voters who are your base yeah. because yeah. their kids are already through 
and they've already paid yeah. all that money. And you're going to give that 50 grand to people who just currently are sitting under debt. It's a bad, it's a losing issue for you by the numbers. Well, if you, okay, you can do what Harvard did and Harvard wants to pay for it themselves. That's cool with their medical department. That's yes. one thing. But if you incentivize people to work, they'll work. If you incentivize people to stay home, they'll stay home. And I'm getting off the college thing a little bit, but you understand what I'm saying. You can't give us all this stimulus, which may or may not be needed, and then also forgive college. If I were his people, I'd say, look, you want to give people something? That's great. We need to give them COVID stimulus if you want to give them anything and know that you gave them something so you don't have to forgive a bunch of college debt because it's a hot topic. Yeah. Well, here's the but thing. Anyway, whatever. Here, no, here's the thing about the, the, the whole college thing. If you're going to waive off 50000 in debt, yeah. that's essentially admitting that the colleges de- is overpriced. No, well, yeah, that they that they basically defrauded their customers, yeah. the parents yeah. and the kids on a product that was not worth the fifty grand. If yeah. the product was worth the fifty grand a year, they would have no intention of paying it back. They'd say this was a product that you wanted, we gave it to you, yeah. and it was worth it, and you're happy about it. Well, there's the other side that no one's forcing anybody to go to college. You could say the system is and all no, that. No, not, not, for, no, not forcing. But yeah, if the colleges want to refund you 50 grand, they should do yeah. it out of their endowments. And yeah, then right. maybe they can get fucking real about what they're charging kids to Correct. go become, you know, gender studies majors who are unemployable yeah. on the other side. Correct. Meanwhile, welders, welders in Louisiana are making $85,000 a year. So, but anyway, whatever. That sounds, Which is good. You that know, sounds good trade. to me. How long does it take yeah, to learn, learn how to weld? Trade. Learn a trade. I want yeah, to learn I, a trade. Whatever. Let's keep, not you. Yeah, no, not I do. Everyone, not that... everyone needs to go to college. Not everyone is capable of it. Not everyone can afford it. Not everyone's mentally locked in to do I it. I know. It, it's, it's just, it's, we, it's not, everyone can't be a homeowner. You can't standardize everything. I know. Every, it's not, not, everyone's not the same. Everyone's not capable of the same things. Anyway, all right. I promised uh, in the tease here that we talk about some of these NBA things. Uh, Harden, Harden turning down a hundred and three million dollar extension. Whew. He already has a hundred and thirty three million due over the next three years, and he's willing to turn that hundred and three extra down. Probably would take if they trade him to the Nets. He probably would turn down twenty million on a lesser extension, assuming he gets it. Still, though, yeah. It's staggering amounts of money, Glenn. It's not real life money. That's why they can turn it down. Uh, and, you know, he's also getting a ton of money from Adidas, too, and other endorsements. So, I mean, you could say, what's the difference between $51 million and $35 million? Well, $16 million, sure. And to us, that's forget it. I need that once and I'm good. Uh, but they get money. They have so much money. And these guys aren't really about the – well, let me rewind. Some of the guys are only about the money. Other guys are about the power, and Harden wants the power of being able to say, no, I'm turning this down. I'm going here, but he thinks he'll make it up in the New York marketing, which maybe he will, maybe he won't. I actually hate James Harden's game, to be honest with you. I, so I, I hate it. I think it's gross looking. I think he's a ball hog. If anyone in the world thought that he and Russell Westbrook, who I love because he plays like he's on fire all day long, and I just love it. I'm not saying you can win with them. I just happen to like his style of play versus James Harden's bounce the air out of the ball play. If James Harden wants to go to New York, go for it. You want to turn down 103 million, which is absurd, 51 million dollars or whatever it is a year. James I, James Harden has never been to the conference finals once. Never. Um, he I mean, is probably a me guy. Well, he, not probably. He is. <laughs> he, he's a guy that the the basketball pundits rave about, and I say. 
but you can't win with him. And they say, you're missing the point. It's not his fault. Excuse, excuse, excuse. And I say, well, I'm just not that impressed because you can't win with him. And I want him to go to the Nets. I want him to go to the Nets because it'll be spectacular to see how he and Kyrie – Another known Kyrie, prick. Dude. I know. We'll there's something feel- wrong with it. Like Harden is one thing. Kyrie, there's like something's weird. Dude, you go, you go to the flat earther Kyrie, the burner account king and KD, Mr. <laughs> Tissue Paper Thin Sensitivity, and you throw in volume shooting, don't give a fuck, go to the strip club after losing a series, James Harden. I'm right. telling you, magic will ensue. It must happen. <laughs> we should actually, you know what? Call Bernie Sanders. See if you'll kick in for some of that coin to get. Hard, hard I will. Over there. I will. I'd love to see it. I'll put in fifty dollars. I'll, I'll make sure it happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, Westbrook could be a wizard. There's now talks cropping up on a Tuesday night that a uh, John Wall for West. Oh, wrap it up. Sold. Done and done. I <laughs> that was easy. I haven't bought a Russell West. I haven't bought an NBA jersey in forever. I would potentially get a Russell Westbrook jersey. I love Russell Westbrook. Okay. I don't know. We're not going to win with them. <laughs> Westbrook and Beal. Westbrook and Beal. Let's go. You know, I got to tell you, I, I think I was wrong about Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's a damn good player. I, I like him. He's not super flashy. It's hard to tell because he's been buried in Washington. Um, but I, 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 I like Beal. But Beal's going to have to play the solid two and Russell play the one, and Russ is really a two that can play a one. So that'll be interesting to see. Right. Uh, can I blame – you talked about radio and the trade of Entercom and 980 with Radio 1 and all that. Oh, have we, talked, I, have we talked since then? No. Can yeah. I blame Dan Snyder for ruining D.C. sports because so go the Redskins, so go D.C. sports? Can I can I do that? Can I say for the last twenty years he's ruined the number one franchise in in of our childhood and, and in this market? You and because what? of that, you know, it's funny. It, it soured sports fans and so on and so forth. And here we are. Uh, you know, it's funny, Glenn. You there's a lot to that. That not only did he take our station over, you know, he bought yeah. the nine eighty signal and some other signals from then at the time Clear Channel back in oh no, eight. You remember that you, you were there. And he, he rode us straight into the ground and then flipped us for pennies on the dollar, totally losing the venture from start yeah. to finish to Urban One. Urban One didn't know what to do with us, and they have now flipped us to Entercom. So, yeah, he has driven the radio station into the ground for sure. But on top of that, the lack of excitement for the football team. What are you doing right now? Yep. That's very loud, by the way. Every oh, every noise comes through those headphones. I with guests, this happens a lot. People want to multitask while talking. And yeah, I totally I'm on get my it. AirPods. You're right. I know Sorry. it's it's an annoying feature of AirPods. I don't know why they don't cancel that out. Um, but no, basically, uh, he he ruined the station and the lack of enthusiasm for the football team has been a huge wet blanket. And I'm telling you right now, the name being in limbo this year yeah. has hurt. All of us in the business badly. No doubt. I, this is what I texted a, a buddy of ours. I said, D.C. as a sports city. Sad, sad, sad. Two decades of Dan Snyder ruining the football team. He's ruined the city of sports fans. As hard as the champion Caps and Nats tried, football first or nothing. That's it. That's it. Yeah. From, from, from the micro of him buying the station to the macro of him ruining the psyche of sports fans in D.C., it's his fault. Fuck you, Dan Snyder. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Uh, did you see Randy Moss with the come on man that drew a rebuke from the high school coach whose player kneeled 
on fourth and thirty-two with a game on the line in a high school playoff game. It was it was six se- yeah six seconds to go, and they they run a play on fourth and thirty-two. They didn't want to punt it. It's high school. They're worried about shit going wrong, right? Huh. And they run a play, and the the kid was supposed to hold it for a couple of seconds, and then I guess throw it away or something. He yeah. uh, ends up taking a knee with four seconds, or he takes a knee with two seconds on the clock after four seconds of play instead of six seconds of play, and it turns uh, the ball over, and the other team kicks a game-winning field goal. And Randy oh, Moss on Monday night does a come-on man where he pretty much rips the kid. Like, come on, man, you got to know the rules. And his high school coach tweeted back saying, you know what, he's a high school kid, maybe you should lay off. Did Randy Moss cross Ooh. the line, or or should high school kids realize, hey, you make a great play, you'll be on Sports Center. You make a boneheaded play, you might be on that too. You got to live Probably. with it. Probably number two, toughen up a little bit. Second part is it's not Randy Moss's producer, but you think Randy Moss is watching fucking high school film? I know, and and, and cutting the tape. Not you, I mean the coach. You know, but Randy and, Moss could have said, "Look, I don't want to read this because it's a high school kid." That's fair. He already feels that's sick fair. about this, and he, the last thing he needs is me. And plus, Randy Moss, if he was a little bit self aware, would have said, "Yeah, people look at my life and go, who the fuck is he to criticize somebody?" That's right. Straight cash, homie. I mean, I see. I, I do see both sides of that. I do see both sides of that. I do think that we need a little bit tougher skin, although I probably am in the, in the vein of, hey, listen, maybe we chill out on high school kids a little bit because they still are younger. But, I mean, I don't know. He's running hard and fast and getting his head right. smashed at high school level, so it's, it's, he'll be fine. All right. Time for one, uh, one Glenn Eunice good life story. The good life um, with Glenn Eunice. What do we got for today? Life. The good life. Well, since it's, we're coming off Masters Week, I think um, I think it's apropos that I tell us. Well, one of, let's see. Should I tell the story about when I was at Whistling Straits when DJ blew it in the sand trap, or Don't, the story about? Okay, I'll tell the story. Right. I'll tell the story okay. about. This is where I'm. I'm. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to Hold egg on, on the people that think I'm a douche. Hold on a second. You know, Don't yeah, yeah. fucking ask me which story I haven't I know, heard. On it's, which one you should tell? Yeah. How would I fucking I mean, know? You're like, should I tell this story you haven't heard or that story I haven't heard? I don't know. No. Tell me a story. 2019 January, Sony flies Ed Reed and myself out to the Sony Open in Hawaii. We stayed on nice. property for the week and we played in the pro am with Kucher and somebody else. I can't remember who it was, but uh, that uh, that was a pretty cool experience last year. Um, and it seems like it's five years ago now with COVID and all this stuff. But uh, is there a story? Sony- is there a story to it, or is it just a nice so. thing? That's just a, that's just a <laughs> well, that is not a story. Then you got to have a story, man. You're like these have- topics suck. I got to tell a story of the good life with Glenn Eunice, and you don't have a story. story. <laughs> I don't even remember what it is. I really don't remember. I, and I, I borrowed Kucher's pants, and they were way too long for me, and I kept tripping. Finally, with the crowd looking on, I yeah, hold I out from the middle of the fairway and said, you like my well. pants now? I took them off and played the rest of the hole in my underwear. Boom, Glenn, there's a story for you right there. It's I, not I true, did, but it's a story. <laughs> I did play okay, uh, but... I don't know. I lived up to my 17. I'm a, I'm down to like a 15, two or something. I need to get my handicap down to a 10 and then I'm, then I can feel like I'm a golfer. I don't know why Sony open story fell on it. You know what? You know what? That Peloton will do the trick for you. I bet. I don't know. I'm worried about it hurting my legs because I'm so, my legs are so jello right now. If I go to hit balls tomorrow, I'm going (laughs) to chili dip them. Yeah. You'll, you'll survive my friend. All right, Glenn, good to connect with you again and uh, keep us posted on the, Peloton challenge with your buddies, all right? 
I'm working on getting David Bakhtiari on your Milwaukee show for you, but he doesn't do a lot of media. How do you know? How do you know him? Don't you worry about me, Zane. All right. His agent's a friend of mine. Very good. He might, um, he might have a paid appearance on another station in town. I think oh. he might, actually. Oh. Well, so. I look forward to hearing you on uh, 106.7 The Fan in uh, D.C. hopefully soon. But that's just me to the world, putting well, it out there to the world. I know nothing. I know nothing either. We'll see what happens. Thank see you, Kalani. You, You're the best. Zabe Kowski. All right, let's wrap up on some emails, shall we? This one from Mark Hubing. He says, hi, Steed. Do you know who creates those cartoon-style player drawings the NFL is using? I've looked a bit online, cannot find any information on them. I was wondering who is creating them and how or when that got started. All of a sudden, they're everywhere. Could it be Banksy? If you've got the skinny on it, please let us know. Uh, I don't think it's Banksy, the famous uh, graffiti artist. Artist, artist, viral artist, whatever. It may not even be an artist. It may, it's like, could just be a software program where they take um, a player's mugshot and they then hit process. They cartoonize it. I think they're doing it because they don't. They didn't have time to get people together for the normal headshots that are used on television for the players, and so uh, because of COVID, so they're just using cartoonized versions. I think they look pretty cool. They make them look like cartoon superheroes, which they are. Uh, this one from. <laughs> Uh, no need to read on air, just something you can relate to. Should I read it? He doesn't say don't read it on air. He says no need to read on air. He didn't say don't read it on air. All right, I will bleep out his name. How about that? Zabe, I thought you might be able to relate to this one. The NHL released the new retro jerseys, you know, the reverse retros with the colors on the old school jerseys. And by my email subject, you can probably guess where this is going. Yes, the subject says PC is killing everything. I attached the Chicago Blackhawks photo they released to show the cool retro threads. I also attached the LA Kings cool retro threads to show the difference between when a... uh, team's mascot or name is not deemed politically incorrect versus one that might offend the Karens of the world and the woke mob. Take a look at the difference. It's ridiculous, and I do not see any end anywhere in sight. The King's jersey <clears throat> is a uh, very cool. It's uh, It's purple and gold, which is the old King's jerseys, but with the black and silver chevron crest and it says kings on the front it's a picture of somebody facing forward the blackhawks reverse retro is the back of the jersey with just a number and the word blackhawks it's the only jersey apparently that is not shown front on because of that logo which is a uh, Native American image. The Blackhawks have said, we're not changing. We'll see how long they can hold out there. But yeah, <clears throat> that's the uh, that's the story right there. Uh, thanks for staying level-headed, middle-of-the-road, non-PC-pushing, hostess with the mostest. Thank you. Sincerely, name redacted. I hope I remember to go back and redact the name, actually. Eddie Prince, 
Dolphin fan, Razorback fan in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Zay, personal note, interesting to me was the fact that I had my first eagle in over 10 years of golf, followed by an 11, four holes later, and I did it on the same day that Tiger had a 10 on number 12 at Augusta. Now on to my note. Monday's pod with Ronis and Ronnie. Big five-finger chef's kiss. Those guys never disappoint. One of the things I've grown to love about you three together is that it's not a yes-man party. You guys all discuss, sometimes civilly disagree, sometimes bust balls, or just agree like grown men that no one is going to get bent out of shape and no one is afraid to voice a contradictory opinion. Like Ronnie's return of the MX driver. I loved that. Lastly, how how is it that after years of futility, both of my favorite football teams have found their mojo and are trending up? It's glorious. Better times to come. Keep up the great work. See ya. Uh, also got a lot of positive feedback from my boy Hatch. Hatch is funny as shit. And I think he's going to be a, uh, a regular. We're going to increase his minutes on that golf show because he loves golf. He knows golf. And he's an athlete. He played Division One football at a high level. John Riley in Staunton, Virginia, otherwise known as Stanton, Virginia. John's a great guy. He came on the Africa trip with his lovely wife uh, with me uh, a couple years ago. He said, Corey Coben in the commune wealth of Virginia. Oh, I see what you did there. Not commonwealth, commune wealth. He said, I thought you might appreciate this. The state says no gatherings of over 25 people but we can still play rec soccer on Saturday. Why? The limit applies to spectators only, not to players, coaches, or refs. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, that'll do it for me today. You've heard enough of my throat clearing, coughing, and wheezing. I appreciate you sticking with me through this. Hopefully Hopefully better days are ahead, and I'll try to get the rest and relaxation that I need. Thanks to my man, Glenn Eunice, for tonight. Have yourself a great Wednesday. I'm taking today off for the uh, my bookie steamer of the day. Uh, we hit on the Vikings minus. It was a miracle, and we'll have to see for another day as I tape this how our bet on the Maction game on Tuesday came out. But get your my bookie account, get it up and running, and gamble responsibly and put a little something-something on games. It does make it a hell of a lot more interesting I can assure you of that. Thanks for listening. Have a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down or maybe a lot of money down on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie 
never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it.